Wow. This is episode 300. This is episode 300. That is wild. Wild. Albeit, yes, some of the episodes were magic minis that were recaps of old episodes or bonus episodes. But still, this is technically episode 300. That means I've done over 200 interviews, right? Connected with over 200 magical humans who were guests, but then connected with even more magical humans who are listeners. That's wild. I'm feeling grateful. I'm feeling very grateful. Episode 300. But I'll be honest, I think that the most magical episode will be 333. And the episode I'm really looking forward to that I want to do something super special for, who knows what that will be, but will be episode 444. We've got some time for that one. But episode 300, I just want to celebrate this and take this in. For this episode, I'm going to continue answering questions like I have been the past few episodes. And it's been fun to connect with listeners in this way. I love looking at what is, you know, resonating with you most in this season of your life. And many listeners seem to have very similar topic ideas, which is so interesting that all of us are going through this, this thing called life together, walking each other home. And that's, that's what I love most about this podcast is you know, I, I I always give that disclaimer, or I have been for the past few episodes for these Q and A type episodes. That you know, I'm not I'm not a spiritual teacher. I'm definitely not a guru or consider myself one by any means because I'm so human, which I love. I don't want to be, to be honest. That's not how I visualize my life. I just, I love, you know, exploring this experience with you. I'm a sister walking along this journey with you. And so, yeah, there are things I'm going to say that might not resonate with you. And that's perfectly fine because I, I don't think any human really knows everything or what people say is end all be all especially when it comes to the soul, because we're all so uniquely different with different perspectives coming from different walks of life. So as it should be, no one knows everything. Yeah, I think that if something resonates with you, beautiful. I mean, pocket that. And if something doesn't resonate with you, beautiful. That gives you insight, insight into something else that you get to explore for you. So that's a, that's one of the most beautiful things about spirituality, quote unquote, is that it's non-dogmatic or at least, you know, I guess there are some sectors who prefer dogma, but, uh, or just being very routine about things and that's fine. For me, I'm not into the dogma at all. I like to just explore what fuels me, what resonates with me. Sometimes though I know for some when starting your quote-unquote spiritual journey, some dogmatic like practices or things that people would consider uh, to be very quote-unquote spiritual can definitely help. But then hopefully you get to a place where you let go of everything you're told to do and explore what really lights you, your human, which obviously in turn lights your soul. Anyway, hello. I didn't even, I didn't even give an introduction yet. I'm just so excited. Hello. Hello, Jaima. It's Raquel and welcome to Your Own Magic, a podcast for the creative and curious soul. And the sponsors you hear today and their special offers will be linked in the show notes along with ways to connect with myself and the Euromagic community who have been sending in very expanding questions and topics in the topic box, which is on my site, on the Euromagic site, www.euromagic.life. Yeah, and thank you for everyone who has been sending in topics that A, often make me sit there and really think and feel into the thoughts that you're expressing and yeah, sending so much love. I appreciate you and I never, you know, I never really shout out 
reviews that much. I think that that's something most people are supposed to do, but hey, if you like this podcast or if this podcast has helped you in any way, shape, or form, I mean, a five-star review helps immensely uh, to keep the podcast going, which, I mean, I'm sure I would continue going anyways. We're at episode 300. I can't stop now, you know? Man, it's it's 6 a.m. right now, and this is such a beautiful way to wake up. To wake up, feel so grateful, to tap into the soul in this way. Yeah, so we'll see what we'll see what comes through when I answer these questions. I'm also doing four questions because that is my lucky number 4. Hence why episode 444 is going to be hands down the most magical episode, which yes, I can't wait for. Man, yeah, this is a great way to wake up. <laughs> you know what? Let's get on with the show, shall we? This first question. I was waiting for this question. So Meredith, thank you for asking this question. <laughs> this is from Meredith from Alexandria, Virginia. And ooh, that's one place I really want to visit in the States. I'm pretty sure I read somewhere it's one of the top places for people in their 30s or late 20s. I mean, I'm in my 30s and I'm single and living life to the fullest. So, uh... Yeah, I think that visiting a place like Alexandria, Virginia would be really fun. A few other places I heard that are great for people in their 30s, especially singles in their 30s. Denver, Colorado. Oh, what was the another one? Salt Lake City, Utah, which I'm in Utah, was one. Oh, Seattle. I'm pretty sure Seattle was the other. So, you know, if you're in your 30s and you're single, something to keep in mind. But Alexandria, Virginia, I'm pretty sure was on that list. Anyway, so Meredith asks, just wanted to check in and see how your heart is and what is lighting you up most in this season of your life. Thank you for asking this question, Meredith. I was waiting for this question. (laughs) And so might as well begin with it. Yeah, my heart, I mean, as you can hear right now, in this moment, I'm feeling very grateful. And also life has been very rewarding lately. I've been taking very great care of myself, my health, my well-being and meditating constantly whereas there was a period where I I would go on and off I wouldn't meditate every single day and I could tell I could feel my human you know going back to old ways that do not serve her well they did in the moment because you know the contrast I do believe in dichotomy always reminds you how important certain things are for you like if you don't meditate and then you go back to meditating you realize how powerful and profound meditating is and so I do think that contrast does bring a lot of light but uh yeah taking care of my health and a lot of self-care has brought me I've just I feel really good in my body lately and then Another really rewarding thing lately that is also lighting me up most. Okay, so I have always visualized myself having this certain look, this certain home, which is more modern, but a French country style that is, you know, a good size, not too big, but not too small, like, you know, 3,500 square feet or something, and everything new and fresh like a French country but modern feel whenever I look at houses in magazines or online just to browse I'm always drawn to that French country style or it's almost like a farmhousey style too yeah I'm just really drawn to that and I've been spending a lot of time with my parents lately which has also been rewarding because man my family just really nourishes my soul my parents my brother my sister-in-law Spending a lot of time with them is so, so nourishing for the soul. And, you know, I just brought up that, you know, maybe it's time for my parents to downsize. And everything just kind of was serendipitous when it comes to this move. And you would think that it'd be so stressful. They've sold their house before they even put it on the market. A cash offer. 
I mean, yeah, you hear of it, I guess, but man, it's very, very rare. And so that felt very aligned. Like the universe was like, yeah, this is, it's time. This is happening. You know, it's just the two of them. They don't need a big place. And they're in, they're in Park City, Utah, and they're moving to a town that is just outside of Park City, Utah, which has a more country feel. I mean, the population is like 880, but it's beautiful there. And you just walk outside and all you hear birds and the wind and it's just so peaceful and serene. They ended up making a cash offer on a beautiful home and they got it for a really good price, especially in this market. And it just seems like the universe allowed everything to align. And I've been helping them. I've been like their manager for this move. And that has been lighting me up most in this season of my life to see my parents. You know, it's even though, yes, they are downsizing technically, it's still such an upgrade. They've been in their house for 22 years. So it is time, you know, it is time to move on, to move forward and to start their next chapter in life. And I'm just so excited excited for them. So their move is lighting me up most in this season of my life. Oh, and I want to add that it's just down the street from my best friend since I was 15 years old. One of my besties, one of my besties from high school who I've known since kindergarten and a lot of other kids that I went to school with moved to that area. So yeah, that's that's really exciting, especially since she just had a baby. So I'll be close to my nephew. I'm just so excited about that. I'm also excited to be going to the ocean soon. I'm in Utah right now, but I'm going to be traveling to the coast soon and just spending some time on the ocean, on the beach. So I'm excited for that as well. Ooh, another exciting thing is that my cousin's getting married soon and we're going to be going to Vegas. So I'll be with a bunch of my cousins. They're all around my age uh, on my dad's side. And my dad's side is wild. So I'm really excited because we're all going to have so much fun. I already know we're going to Thunder Down Under and I haven't ever done that. I haven't been to Vegas in forever. Man, it's been since I think my early 20s and Am I going to have a good time? Yes. Am I going to just allow my spirit to be free and liberated and go buck wild if I want to? Sure. Not too wild though. You know. <laughs> but I'm I'm so excited to be spending that time with my cousins. So yeah, my life has lately just been so happy to be around family. Family, 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 family. That has been nourishing my soul. In my 20s, I was, you know, just focused on solo traveling and I didn't really spend too much time with my family. My 30s has changed and I just love being with family. That's what truly nourishes my soul. But I think it's fun in your 20s to be out on your own and explore life for yourself, for sure, for sure. But yeah, so a lot of things are lighting me up most in this season of my life indeed. But the new chapter for my folks is so exciting and I feel like I unconsciously helped oh this is the thing this is the key right here is that the house that they bought is literally my dream style home so I feel like I inadvertently I subconsciously didn't mean to by any means but I mean folks you're welcome I feel like I helped manifest this home for them they're truly buying my dream home. I'm like, universe, this was supposed to be for me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But but no, I'm so happy for them. As my dad's approaching 80, it's nice to spend as much time as possible with them. I'm so excited. I'm so, so, so excited for them. And I love them immensely. And that is what is lighting me up most in this season of my life. So Meredith, thank you for asking. Thank you for asking that question. I think that that is a great journaling prompt for people when you wake up in the morning and you don't really know what to write. Ask yourself, what is lighting you up most in this season of your life? And just see what comes through. Just see what comes. I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add, of course, some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and, of course, a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause.
And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara. And it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And it's packed with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Their high-performance formula set the bar high with uncompromising standards. So no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive, hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E, medics, Thrive Cosmetics. So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake-free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. Next question is from Wild Rose from The Forest. (laughs) So if you leave a topic or question, by the way, this is just a side note that you obviously don't have to leave your first name or your last name. I don't even share your last name, just, you know, for anonymity, for privacy. But uh, you can also just share a pseudonym and your location wherever you're at. That doesn't even have to be accurate, you ask. Lately, I keep thinking about memories in my life that I'm embarrassed by. And moments in my life, I regret that ruined relationships or pulled me further away from where I used to visualize myself being. I can't seem to stop them from coming or let them go when they do come. Have you experienced this? What are your thoughts? And also, Wild Rose, thank you for your sweet message. But okay, so let's start with embarrassment. Ugh. When this happens, and it happens to me too. I mean, I'm pretty sure it happens to everyone. It happens to your grandma. It happens to maybe your dog or cat. I just truly believe it happens to everyone. But I call these when they come to mind. It's like a flash. And so I call them my cringe flashes. Oh my goddess, I've had so many cringy moments in my life. I've had cringy moments on this podcast. It happens. It happens. And I can't help but cringe. and feel, you know, some slight embarrassment. However, whenever this happens, I actually had to ask myself, how do I let these go? Or whenever they come about, how do I just brush them off? So it's interesting that you bring this up. But uh, yeah, I, I often remind myself that that was an old self. I've evolved. And perhaps I was around others at the time that knew my old self that don't really know who I am now or how I've evolved, but who cares? I mean, they've also evolved. And I was thinking that, you know, it's nice to know we're often cringing most because we are thinking about other people's perception. And I'm thinking, you know what? It's nice to know that most people are just not really thinking about you or those embarrassing moments that they've witnessed. They've also likely forgot. I I can't really think of anything that comes to mind that made me cringe with others because I I'm not really thinking about them. I mean, yeah, maybe some people they'll think about you and they have secondhand embarrassment, but that's likely very very rare. So to know that people are likely not thinking about you really helps. But also, whatever they think about you, that doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. It doesn't really matter or affect your life right now. And if it does, it's likely very minimal because who cares what they 
think about you as long as you focus on your now and moving forward. When you let go of caring about their perception, even if let's say you see them in your daily life, I mean, I've said this before, but those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. I don't know who said that, but that is something that I've always kept to heart and it's so true and allows me to just brush things off, weed out people that mind because they don't really matter in my life right now. That's all that we can focus on is what is now. That is what is important. What you do now and moving forward. And that is something that I constantly remind myself of. So it's easy to forgive and let go when you acknowledge it and accept it because you recognize that you've evolved and what matters is now and moving forward. And yeah, if the same memory keeps constantly arising, I've found it to be something that the universe is wanting me to acknowledge for whatever reason. So I do believe instead of holding it in, you know, perhaps speaking about it out loud to somebody or writing it out in some way helps you acknowledge it, which leads to accepting it and then letting it go. And I truly believe that the only way to move on is just to face this full on because it did happen and uni wants you to recognize it and this is where you can work with that shadow see it and feel it so you can actually release it you know that doesn't really look like in one way shape or form though when people ask how do you acknowledge something it's like well It's just simply that, acknowledging it, writing it out. You don't need to have any expectations of how to work through it. Just simply acknowledge that that is something that happened. That did happen. And I can't take that back. I mean, maybe if you're a freaking wizard time traveler, which is awesome, and I do want to believe that they exist, (laughs) but yeah, you can't take that back. What happened is done. So the best thing you can do is be gentle on yourself, forgive yourself, acknowledge it, write it out, speak it out, which will gradually lead to acceptance and you can just brush it off and move on. And also there was likely a lesson in there that especially if the universe is honestly, I'm going to say gifting you these cringe flashes that is actually going to help your human in some way, shape or form because... Maybe that's an energy you're holding on to that you need to release in order to continue to expand and up-level because maybe it's holding you back. Or maybe it's something, a lesson that you need to look at right now that's going to help you with something that's going on with your life right now or something that's going to help you in a future event that is to come. So if there's a constant cringe flash of one thing, I've recognized that it's because the universe wants me to look at it for whatever reason. So just trust that. Look at it. Really look at it. And accept it because guess what? You're human. We're all going to be cringy. We'll continue to be cringy. We're going to do things that we're embarrassed of because we're human. We're, that, that, that's, just, that's, just, that's just part of the game, baby. That's just part of life. It is. And remember that as well. That's part of life. And everyone who might have been there to witness that experience... They've also had embarrassing moments and cringing moments. Why? Because they are human. When it comes to regret though, well, again, same thing. Remember, you're human. It's only natural to experience something that you wish you could take back at some point in your life. So again, be gentle with yourself. And even if the person involved does not fully forgive you, it's so important to forgive yourself and just become that better human and actually take that lesson and evolve and move on. I know they have sayings that they say people never change, but that is so not true. And that's such a toxic thought. People definitely change. I've seen it for myself and I've witnessed it for myself personally, but I've also seen it in others. I know people definitely change, but the best thing you can do for yourself, if this is a memory that you regret on behalf of yourself, then I know this takes so much time, but acknowledge that you can't, you're not going to forget this. You're likely not going to forget this. So you might, it might disappear in time, the memory, but 
you definitely have the power within you to forgive yourself, especially when you recognize how you've evolved, you've learned this lesson, and you're human, so it's okay. Just continue to move on, move forward. What you did yesterday or yesteryear is only a lesson, and what matters is what you do now and from now on, and how you act, how you react, and what you do today will define your tomorrow. And you will likely have more cringe and regretful moments that flash in your mind again 10 years from now. That is definitely guaranteed. But it doesn't hurt to start on the work to learn how to forgive yourself and let go so that when those flashes do arise, you can acknowledge them, you can accept them sincerely, and simply brush them off with grace. So, Wild Rose, I'm thankful you asked that question. And it's something that... I've definitely experienced, and I know everyone listening has too. You're not alone in that. We're human. We have cringy moments. It is what it is. (laughs) Next, we have Brooklyn from Melbourne. I love Melbourne. Oh my gosh. When I used to be a runner, I just ran all around their downtown. I think I ran like 10 miles back then. I'm not quite the runner anymore. But when I was, that was such a fun place to run around and explore. And I just loved it there so much. I would go back in a heartbeat. You know what? Maybe I should. (laughs) So Brooklyn asks, I don't know what I consider myself. Some days I feel super in tune and in flow with the universe and others I feel like the matrix is reality. Some days I feel like a spiritualist and other days I feel like an atheist or agnostic and some days I want to wake up and meditate and journal and other days I want to wake up and watch something or begin my day with the news or email. I don't know what's wrong with me and it's driving me insane. Have you ever had experience with this and do you have any advice? Whoa, you're human. Welcome to most every quote unquote spiritualist I know. I think most everyone experiences this. Not everyone. I've asked a couple and they're like, nope, I've never ever questioned, but I have. I personally have. And that's only natural, especially if you're a curious human. Again, like I said last time, you are human and that is totally fine. And to experience that dichotomy can actually bring a lot of light and enlightenment in your life because When you have those days where you're like, I don't want to do something, oh my gosh, doesn't it just make the days where you do feel so much richer and better? Yes, ideally, you wake up and you meditate every day and you journal, but guess what? You're human and some days you're just not going to want to. I mean, some humans do. Some humans really want to stick to a routine every single day. And I have my seasons where I'm all about that morning routine. And then I have seasons where I'm not. And I I acknowledge that with myself because that's how my human operates. Because we all go through seasons in life. And it sounds like you are just the type of human who, you know, might prefer spontaneity and flow. And so to become self-aware of the way your human operates and how your human prefers to operate is key instead of instead of feeling guilty or regretful that you are not doing something every single day. Like sure, maybe is discipline a great thing to learn? Yes, if that's a lesson you feel like your human needs to learn or experience, I mean, maybe there's something you can do to hold yourself accountable when it comes to waking up and meditating. But I think that there's a bigger picture here. I understand that experience of sometimes just questioning the universe and, you know, thinking like, is there really a God? Is there really an afterlife? Is there something that is beyond the physical that I'm experiencing. And some days you feel it, likely because maybe you're really feeling in flow or serendipitous or in tune because you meditated or because life is feeling in flow, simply in flow and, you know, connected. You feel, you have those moments where you feel connected and those moments where you don't and maybe you are thinking like, okay, well, there's not really anything beyond the physical. There's not a God or universe that is a higher power. Whatever that experience is or the questioning, you know, the agnostic questioning, like, you know, I don't really know. 
Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. Or the agnostic not questioning that's just like, you know what, we'll see what happens. I'm not gonna say that there is. I'm not gonna say that there's not. I'll see what happens when I die. I totally understand that experience and I think that that's a beautiful thing your human is going through and experiencing for whatever reason. And it sounds like you really are curious, even if you are having those quote-unquote atheistic moments, you really are curious. And I think that you'll find your answer when your human is ready. I've embraced my atheists or my agnostic seasons in life. Not even seasons, they were like long-term phases a long time ago. You know, it was before spirituality, uh, after Christianity. I was atheist for, for a bit there. Or I guess agnostic more so. I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna hope that maybe there's something in the afterlife. But if there's not, eh, it's not gonna, I'm not gonna be affected. Whatever. And then, you know, here comes spirituality, which really helped me tune into my soul and my spirit. And maybe it doesn't have to be about the soul or the afterlife or beyond the physical. Maybe it is just you tuning into you. And that higher power is just simply your better self. The self you know and trust is very true, authentically true within within you. That light within you that is not the mind, not the ego, not the reactionary self, but just the true essence of who you are your intrinsic self. And maybe that is what you prefer to tune into. That is what resonated with me at first as well. And then everything else from there started to kind of manifest and grow. And even as a spiritualist, I've had moments where I was questioning. And then there are just some serendipitous things that happen in life that it's like there's no way there's not a higher power. There's no way there's not something beyond the physical. There's no way there's not magic. That's just because of my experience in life. I think that you can't force your perspective. You can only continue to live your life and ask questions and be open to listening. Be open to the idea that there's a universe that is guiding you and helping you and see what flows from that. But there's no need to feel guilty about experiencing the dichotomy of your perspective of life. It's always going to change. And as you evolve, your perspective will continue to evolve. And the one thing that is guaranteed in life is change. So you don't need to be hard on yourself. I think that the worst thing you could do would be to be hard on yourself or guilty. Like if you wake up and end up watching something instead or beginning your day with whatever it is, that's not meditating or journaling or whatever you think a quote-unquote spiritualist must do. That is still being quote-unquote spiritualist. You're a spiritual being having a human experience. So really there shouldn't be any, in my opinion, and I know that some people don't fully agree with me on this, but I just don't think that you have to do anything. It helps. It helps your human a lot. I mean, man, if your human experiences a lot of anxieties or sadness or anger or whatever it is, I mean, man, waking up and doing something within yourself is going to be the most helpful thing for your human. But there are just some times where maybe you just don't really need to go through that and your human just wants to be human for a bit. And that is perfectly, perfectly fine. The contrast really brings so much insight. So no need to be hard on yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Go with the flow and just enjoy this one life we have. If you prefer being rigid, great. If you don't, great. Everyone must do it right for themselves. Just because one person is doing something one way, that doesn't mean your human has to. And I'm going to continue to own that statement because I feel like that Many of us feel like we have to be doing something. We have to be waking up at 5 a.m. and meditating. I mean, I used to feel that too. And now I just allow my human to wake up when she wakes up. And I realized after experiencing the contrast of not meditating for a period of time, how profound it is to meditate, how much it helps my human every morning. And I know others who wake up and they prefer to do breath work. I know others that wake up and they have like, they have a specific mantra that they 
meditate to every single day or they have a specific meditation that they do every single day for a certain period of time. For me, my time varies. Sometimes it's 10 minutes, sometimes it's 20, sometimes it's 30, sometimes it's five, you know, and most days I journal and that's just because that's what you know, helps my human. And I'm, I've acknowledged that it really does. And I've experienced the contrast. So you experiencing the contrast is actually, even though it's a frustrating state, it's really going to help you in the long run. So just continue to enjoy the journey. It's no, no shame, no harm. You're doing just fine. (laughs) Thank you for that question, Brooklyn. Caitlin from South Africa asks, also South Africa, are you kidding me? That's amazing. One place I've always wanted to go. And yeah, I think it's so cool. We have someone here from Melbourne. Now we have South Africa. Yeah, I love hearing from other places in the world. It's awesome. Anyway, with that being said, (laughs) Caitlin asks, I feel this constant pull to go deeper in my spiritual journey, but feel like I don't know how or where to start. Do you have some tips or guidance on how to delve deeper? Mm. Caitlin, first of all, thank you for sending this because you're not alone in this question. And I know I remember being in this place where I was like, very excited and lighted about spirituality, but I just didn't even know how to dabble, how to begin. But there was something that I heard that lighted me and I just grew, it grew my curiosity. And I went in many different directions exploring spirituality, but I didn't have an exact formula to replicate. All I did was truly follow what lit me and learned a variety of different systems about a variety of different systems. And in time, man, I realized that seeking and reading and even listening to podcasts, yes, that helped. Of course, all the external sources helped in a sense, but what mattered most was when I would tune within through meditation or journaling or breath work, that tuning within is what really, I mean, my body would buzz and I would feel this stronger sense of self. I'd listen to this inner essence within that allowed me to explore and expand my human in a way that was beyond anything that any external source could teach me. And of course, Again, you can hear things, hear what people say, and yeah, that can sink in and resonate, but what will really, really shift you into a completely different frequency or a completely different experience in the spiritual journey to really connect with that inner light, that inner spirit, is to tune out the noise, all the noise, all the distractions, even if it is a quote-unquote spiritual book or podcast or class or system. Tune it all out and go within. But then of course, for a little bit of extra guidance, it never hurts to pick up the books like, man, I'll tell you that Eckhart Tolle books, Changed My Life, Byron Katie, and Untethered Soul by Michael Allen Singer. Or any Louise Hay books can be a very beautiful one to learn her methods and processes like mirror work, for example, as she guides you through different methods that help you tune within the soul. And, you know, I think that tarot's a beautiful thing or just the guidebook oracles that kind of you pick a card and you read about it and it allows you to really discover yourself more take some time to intrinsically explore and interpret certain aspects of yourself, your human, and to be gentle with yourself in the process. Acknowledge that you are human. And I know that sometimes when we begin, we can get lost in what many teachers or gurus or people or friends might share and expect us to live by. And I did, I felt very compelled to be and 
show up and behave a certain way because I was told to. And then I realized, oh no, that's still just like any other, you know, belief system. Whereas what's my belief system? What's, what's that light within me that really allows me to feel connected and tuned in when you just take that time to go within. So yes, of course, explore, 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 enjoy listening to whatever it is or reading whatever lights you, even fiction books, by the way, I forgot to mention, for example, The Alchemist or The Celestine Prophecy or Peaceful Warrior, all great books that made me feel more excited about this spiritual journey. I mean, law of attraction is a great starter for a lot of people because it gets them excited about being able to co-create with the universe. And man, there's a lot of magical things that happen when you begin to dive into manifestation as well, which helps you feel this greater connection to the universe because you're like, wow, I can really co-create my reality with this instead of allowing life to bring me whatever it brings me instead of just allowing life to happen to me I can create my life and see how life really happens for me which is a very powerful place to be so man some tips to our guidance on how to delve deeper continue to simply go deeper within as simple as that sounds that is the truest answer is to simply tune within you. Begin listening to guided meditations that can help. Definitely journal. Ask yourself right now what is lighting you up most in the season of your life or ask yourself why you want to explore the spiritual experience. But the best way to deepen your quote-unquote spiritual journey is to go within you. As great as the external sources are, within you is where all the magic happens and where you'll feel all the answers from what you might feel to be your spirit guides or angels or the universe or whispers within your mind that feel like a higher sense of you. This is where the magic happens. Your own magic (laughs) happens. So yeah, I hope that that lit you up in some way. That lit me up. I love, I love, 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 love this topic. Feel free to continue to listen to the episodes on your magic that light you or that excite you. I mean, they go all the way back to 2017 and there's timeless messages for you to listen to, but the thing for you to listen to the most, 100% is you. So Caitlin, thank you for this question. And I'm also sending my love back to you. All right, now to wrap this up for the 300th episode. I figured I might do a quick rapid fire myself. (laughs) Talk about cringe. I'm doing my own little rapid fire, asking myself the questions that I ask guests. But, uh, you know, I I just thought it'd be fun. So coffee or tea? Coffee in the morning, tea in the day slash nighttime. I like to have my coffee with a creamer, a plant-based creamer, and then tea at night, a chamomile tea or a nighttime tea, but usually chamomile. And I've been dabbling with trying different teas as well, which has been fun. There was a sponsor called Plum Deluxe Tea, and I've been liking their teas. They're not sponsoring this episode. I don't even know if they're sponsoring this podcast anymore, but I really like them. I think that if you wanted their discount, that is on the website still, likely, But uh, yeah, I really like, I like tea in the day and night and coffee in the morning. Sometimes I still have coffee in the afternoon, sometimes, but that's not always. I just kind of feel in tune with whatever my body wants. Um, Fave form of body movement. Oh man, I would say dancing and yoga, just any movement. As long as I move my body, I mean, I love hiking in nature or even taking strolls in nature. I love, I love Peloton. I have a Peloton now. It's so fun. My favorite teacher I would say is probably Cody Rigsby. He's hilarious. I love him and he loves Brittany. I mean, same. Uh, where is your happy place? Oh man. 
this definitely changes. Sometimes it's the tropics, but other times, like right now, I love being in the mountains. Home is where the heart is, right? <laughs> and I grew up in the Rocky Mountains, so I think I'll always be a mountain girl, mountain and forest girl. My happy place is definitely in a forest, in the mountains, I'd say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know your astrology big three? Yes, for Western astrology, my sun sign is a Leo, my moon sign is Leo, my rising sign is Cancer. Animal you connect with most, if any. You know, my favorite animal is an elephant, but I think lately, as of, I mean, the past year, I would say I connect most with the wolf, as I feel that they have this deep connection with their instincts, their intuition, and they're very empowered and they are sharp. <laughs> they have a very strong connection with nature. I mean, what animal doesn't? But there's something about a wolf that I feel very drawn to and also a lion. Yeah, they're very empowering as well. A female lioness something about them. Perhaps it's their strength and their personal power and their fire and assertiveness. I used to be someone who, you know, would kind of be in a little bit of a shell and didn't want to be confrontational and uh, was a little too overly nice. And now I'm just, I'm just me and I'm also assertive and, you know, not in an angry way. I just, I, I know who I am, I know what I want, and I'll say what it is, and I, I I, don't mind that. So, I mean, yeah, I feel very empowered lately, and I feel, I, I feel like a delusional optimist. My friend Charlie calls himself a delusional optimist, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is me, because I feel like I could do anything, and I have a very positive outlook on life, and yeah, but I'd say a wolf and a lioness. Also, I mean, Leo. Leos are the sign of the lion, right? So I feel very connected to those two animals, though elephants are my favorite and dolphins. <laughs> do you have a morning routine? I do. I mean, I'm in a season... Well, actually, I've been helping my parents with their move. So lately, it's just been getting up and meditate and then have my cup of coffee, look out and enjoy their beautiful view in Park City before they leave this place because I've been staring at that in a sense for 22 years, that view, except for obviously when I was living across the world. But uh, yeah, I, I would say that I love to wake up, then meditate right away pretty much, and then go up, have my coffee and journal while I'm enjoying my coffee. Or maybe I feel like writing poetry, or maybe I had a wild dream and I want to interpret that in my journaling. So basically meditate and then I write, or, and or, I decide to, you know, look out at the beautiful nature scenery and just be very present with the space I'm in. And then move my body in some way, whether it be going out on a walk or Peloton or dancing or yoga. I, I just, I must move my body in some way. And I've also been enjoying strength training too. That's another way. But yeah, that's, that's the routine when I'm in the season of having a routine. And then if you could gift everyone you know a book, what book would it be? The Alchemist, hands down, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. If you could time travel to your 16-year-old self to whisper something in her ear, what would you whisper? I would whisper, listen within, trust within, you are powerful beyond measure, remember that. The hard times are going to lead to beautiful lessons and bring light. I would just remind her she will always be well. <laughs> and then, last cue that I ask all the Euromagic guests, how would you advise the Euro Magic listeners to create their own magic? Bringing it back to what I whisper in my 16-year-old self again. Listen within consistently and trust this light within you, this whisper within you that she, he, they are guiding you 
to something that you might not even be able to fathom at this moment, yet never give up on this light within and continue to explore this light within and continue to feel excited about life and co-create with this life through your journaling, through your meditations, through your daydreams and visualizations and trust that this is going to continue to lead you to more expansive life that feels nourishing and fulfilling. Nourish the relationships in your life full of love and as that will in turn continue to nourish your soul with love and simply do what lights you. No one has the answers but you are the one that has the answers for you and to trust it. From there, that light within you will guide you to your own magic. Anyway, I hope that this was a fun 300th episode and I have you to thank for that. (laughs) I really do. I have a special guest for next week. Her name is Kim Kranz. You might be familiar with her tarot cards. And then after Kim, We've got some more Q&A solos, so please send in your topics, your questions, submit them to the topic box on the yourownmagic.life website. And with all that being said, I'm sending my love and I'm sending you 300 new blessings your way, coming your way. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. Jai Ma. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the euromagic.life membership site. All right, well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day.